Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, tell your little mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always ready to earn. Because talk with Tanya has got to be. Representing the sisters today on JFJ Mega Monday. That's right, and also Real Talk with Tanya White. Like I said, it's a privilege to honor y'all. Let me tell y'all, Real Talk with Tanya White is a hot show. She's been covering on different days now, which I'm excited about. And I know that's only during March. That's only during March. We will be returning to April because March is Women's Month, and we're doing something for the women. But as of April, we're returning back to our regular day of Thursday. But at a new time of 7 p.m. Eastern okay, Standard. 7 p.m., okay. Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's a lot that's of work. It's been a lot of work, and I'm ready for a break again. 
<laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand. So I, I understand you got some questions for the men today, so let's get right to it. Let's Are we going to get right to it? You're going to get right to it. That's okay. Let's get right to it because I know it's going to be interesting. I know the women will be like, okay, TC's the only man on here right now. So. Oh. So, so Jermaine's not going to join us today? I'm going to see. I, got, I was trying to get in touch with him as well. Okay. So I, as, we, uh, as we go on today, I will try to contact Jermaine. To see All him. right. Um, listen, I'm a writer, and I always do it, always either in research mode or writing. And I'm, I'm doing a new book. Um, it's going to be a fiction book coming out next year, dealing with men. And I'm, and that's all I'm going to tell you because I don't want to give away too much. I don't want nobody to sell my title or my concept. But I need some answers uh, so I can develop my characters and and uh, make it as realistic as possible. I need some questions answered. So, TC and any man yes, out ma'am. there, I want to know the top five reasons why men really want to get married. Wow, the top five reasons why men really want to get married. Yes. Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> I know it. You know I come real, I kick it. I like that in you, though. Real is the way to go. <laughs> real is the way to go. That's right. But I believe one of the reasons is, um, well, I, I know from being a, a Christian man, the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. Right. And, you know, but a lot of times in relationships, men don't actually attribute to the Bible because a lot of times they want sex. Wow. And, uh, we, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that's just real talk right there. That they want sex. But they don't understand the dynamics of the marital relationship or the marital covenant. So right. I believe what happens is a lot of times, one of the top reasons I believe is sex because, you know, of course, most men have a, a great sex drive. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As being, you know, being men, that's what we want, you know what I'm saying, from our women's pleasure and some things like that. Right. But I think the also other thing is that men need love as well and need that, that love mm-hmm. um, from a woman. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's. That's really key to a man as well. But what happens with most men, too, in, in light of that, they equate love with sex, and I believe that's the wrong perception that we have. Yes, yes, yes. Now, where do you think that stems from? Is it society? Is it uh, upbringing, combination of both? I believe it's, it's, it's tradition. It's tradition. Okay. It's society and it's family. Because okay. a lot of times, as being men, you know, so we're taught, hey, we got to have a woman on the side. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We talk, you know what I'm saying? You know, you can have no more than one. And like like right now, the ratio of women out here today is is, is more men than women. I mean, more women than men anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being raised up like that, you know what I'm saying? We have to deter our thinking, if you will, or bring our thoughts into captivity, as the Bible says, and actually understand this right that, hey, I want to be with one woman. And like I said, with the way diseases are out here, anyway, I don't understand why men want to be out here doing that anyway, but, you know, it is what it is right now. But to get back to your top five, I believe another thing is companionship as well. For mm-hmm. men. Um, men need companionship, especially in the, with us being men, we're very prideful. We like to hold things in, whereas you guys are more emotional yeah. and more, you know, giving more, you know, hey, I want to talk to you about this, whereas us, we hold it in and, 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 and bottle it up, if you will. Okay. Um, another thing I, I think as well is that uh, I said love, I said sex, I said companionship. Um, I have to think of the other two, but I think this is that's an excellent question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to be. It's going to be a hot book. It's, you know, I always say my stuff is hot, but uh, I really want I, I I want to show that real side of men, the emotional side. 
go into the mind of a man because many women don't understand that. And like you said, uh, it's hard for men to open up and share. Uh, but I am noticing, though, um, in, in society, in the environment, in the media, there are more shows geared around to men expressing their feelings, men, uh, you know, admitting their hurts and resolving issues and knowing uh, that the past is hindering the present. And so I, I'm excited about that. And, hey, man, you know, one other thing, uh, as my wife is here with me today, uh, Lady T. Hello, my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Lady T, Tanya said, hey. She said, hey. <laughs> and but one of the things is that the wife, the wife, you know, for a man is looking for favor because the Bible does say that he didn't find a wife, uh, you know, say favor of the Lord. I like to say flavor and favor. He didn't find a wife. Um, I'm trying to think of the scriptures coming. Find a good thing and say favor of the Lord. The mm-hmm. Proverbs, and I like to say flavor as well. The wife is the man's glory. Okay. That that is his glory. You know what I'm saying. I always say that my wife is my wisdom, and I'm still learning after 13 years of being married. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, saying still adapting some things, and she's back here co-signing and playing the organ and all that stuff. But uh, it, it's the truth. It's the truth. Because a lot of us as men, we're hard-headed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of times the Bible raised up our woman to be a helpmate to us. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that we figure, hey, we got this. Hey, you know, I'm the man. You know, I'm this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And the woman sitting back, okay, you know, I'm going to let him go ahead and crack his head, and you go, like, baby, you right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, is it, you said it's hard headed, but is it really being hard headed, or is it fear of not being considered a man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of it's hard headed because the thing is that you know what okay. it's like this. I, I, I mean, interject, let me interject right here by saying this: that a lot of times that a man knows what's right, but he chooses to do it his way because of pride. Okay, that's why that's we need. That's why I need that. I need that male voice. So it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, think about it. I mean, my thing is, is that, you know, you know, and sometimes you you know you're right, but you like to argue anyway, because my wife said I like to argue, and I don't, but <laughs> she says I You must do. be a Capricorn. Are you a Capricorn? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. If I was looking at astrology, it would be a Scorpio. But um, oh, yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, as men, we, we know what's right from wrong. A lot of times you want to feel, you know, we want to get our opinion out there. So, you know, mm-hmm. I believe it's a fear of not getting our opinion hurt. Uh, a lot of times, but you know, but you know when wisdom is wisdom and something that's real is real. So, you know, as men, I believe that you know, what I'm saying we need to sit back and really look at that. And I always tell people when we teach a marriage class, and uh, one thing I tell people is that you have to uh, exercise, you know, exercise understanding strength and weaknesses of the marital relationship, whether you know from a man's perspective and a woman's perspective as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I when, said, if, said, if you said, okay, I'm sorry. Hmm? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, because you I said wanna, men are hard-headed. And mm-hmm. um, so what is a wife, uh, a significant other, to do uh, to, uh, especially when uh, we see that you're headed down a un- very unwise path? How can we connect with you so you can hear or is it just your process you just going to do it whenever you have the aha moment you understand what I'm saying yeah I understand what you're saying what happens a lot of times is that you know what I'm saying from a male or female perspective but you coming from a male perspective mm-hmm. a lot of times the wife I know my wife prays for me if okay. I don't understand or something like that she sit back and pray and and a lot of times it be revealed to me even before the situation happens sometimes it happens afterwards but the thing is is that 
once you once you sit back and pray and let the Lord take care of it, yeah. then that's when you know she you see the results. I I never forget that my wife had a temper back in the day, and you know I don't mind, I don't think my wife mind me sharing this, but you know basically uh, she, she had, had a what? She had a temper. Oh, I'll tell you do. I'll tell you do. <laughs> but one thing about it, I sat back though, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna pray for her, and I'm gonna see the results happen through my prayers. And when I did that, because my thing is, I could have sat back, I could have got in there and kept going back and forth with her, and you know, saying, did not not understanding, and just you know, just respond to the rage as well. But what I did is, I said, I'm gonna sit back and pray and watch God change. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, if I try to change her, and that's what happens a lot of times when you try to get into relationships. Anyway, you try to get in there and think you change that person. Oh, that's that's the number one downfall of relationships. Because right. we don't accept people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's the thing you have to do. You have to you have to watch, like you said, watch the process, if you will, uh-huh. of that person grow. You have to you have to let them grow and let them be their individual, but actually understand this. And that's why I say strength and weaknesses are very important because strength and weaknesses. Once you start realizing that, you actually can communicate and come together and say, you know what, we can actually go ahead and and talk and. You know, get this thing, get this thing resolved. Because I, I tell my wife all the time, so you gonna sleep on the couch like we get into a little scratch. There's no couch policy in my house. I have There's no, no couch, what? No, no couch policy in my house. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You're not gonna sleep on the couch, and I'm not gonna sleep on the couch. We're gonna actually get here, get together, communicate, work this thing out. Yes, yes. Now, um, you said so much. <laughs> oh, I know. I was gonna say. Now, what uh, what advice can you give to people who are not Christians? They don't believe in God. But they're still having that that fight. Hmm. Well, what I would say to people that's non-Christians is that I believe that if you're going to get into a relationship, you have to be friends first. Okay. I, I think that's a real key to any relationship is understanding being friends and actually getting to know one another before you actually enter into any type of relationship. You have to really get to know that person. Really take time to really study that person, if you will, because once you start studying that person and actually looking at um, their ways and their attributes and stuff like that, you can better assess the strength and weaknesses that I've been talking about. Okay, now I have that on my list. Can men and women really be friends? Yeah, they can. Okay. I have a I have a plenty of female friends that don't even try to come to me like that because they respect me. First of all, I get them to let them know that I'm a married man. Mm-hmm. The second thing I look at them understand is that I'm your friend. I'm here for you to be your friend, and I don't come any type of way that I want to be flirtatious or give that 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 thing that I'm trying to get with them. Wow, that's key, TC. Say that again. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You, you don't give that. You know, you set yourself. And we always, me and my wife always talk about this. You never put yourself in a position, you know, saying to be tempted or to be, um, you know, enticed, if you will, to be able to cheat or whatever the case may be. Because a lot of times, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about this, and I'm glad we're talking about this. Let me do this real quick before we move on. If you just tuned in, we have a double show today. We got Real Talk with Tanya White show here as well, along with JFJ Live Talk Radio on Mega Monday. I'm real excited about this show. And uh, anybody want to join in on the conversation thus far, uh, area code 718-664-9545, or you can call Tanya at 347-215-6446. Wow, well, that's, a, that's an excellent question. But what happens is a lot of times, the reason why, and I have to go back to the Christian side because that's where everything is stemming from. Um, what's happening is why you have a lot of baby mama drama, why you have a lot of things and relationships that don't work out is because people try to do things before they actually get into the institution what God created, which is marriage. 
I'm not saying you can't have no relationship, you know what I'm saying, that, you know what I'm saying, that you can't, we can't have no relationship at all, but what I'm saying is that what happens is that when you have sex outside of marriage, it causes a lot of things because God instituted for marriage, but we want to do it right now, and it's a soul tie. Well, yeah. Well, I, I totally understand as a Christian, but I teach a lot of kids who are generationally know nothing about God, but they still need that healthy relationship. And so um, you have to come to people in a way because it's generations upon generations, white and black, Hispanic, Latinos, and I, I, we have a lot of Latino kids. I'm like, wow, y'all just have just as much drama. <laughs> I didn't think so, but um, totally, totally understand that spiritual. I'm a Christian minister, all that. But how yeah. can we, because there's a whole other show, which I'm doing on April 23rd, there are a lot of Christians okay. that are dropping out of church. They're not dropping mm-hmm. out of faith, but mm-hmm. that churchianity stuff is not, you can't come at them like that. You have to be practical. So what? Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? Let me interject right here. Well, that's what's happening. I mean, as far as, you know, that that's where that's where a lot of problems come from because you get away from the actual what God is saying about relationships anyway because God is a God of relationships. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that that's why a lot of problems in relationships. I believe is what's happening now because he instituted the whole thing about relationships. I totally get away agree. From that. I totally you know, agree. And, and, and that's what happens a lot of times. That's why you know with the everything natural got to go back to spiritual anyway. So, yeah, well, you know, I understand so, that, but but yeah, the yeah, person, that, but the person who doesn't, who who's never been in church, never known right. nothing of God. How do you reach that person? That's what I'm saying. I, I totally understand. I understand the spiritual aspect. I come to them from a spiritual perspective. But they don't want to hear no spirituality from me. They need practical wisdom. So how do you right. reach that person? Well, that, that's the thing. Like I said, once again, everything I'm going to say is going to go back to the spiritual. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. just being real about it. Because the thing is, is that what happens is even a natural relationship, yeah, you go through natural things, you know what I'm saying, that don't you know, really necessarily be spiritual. So I, I feel what you said on that. Yeah. But how you reach that person, you show those basic things. It's basic to say things like 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 you asking me about the top five. Re- what are the top five reasons about a man and woman? You know, what men look for in a relationship. Um, I, I hit four so far. I didn't hit the fifth one. I think. Right. And I believe that the fifth one um, is under. I think it's family. I think they they want a family life as well, a family environment. Mm-hmm. Um. That most men, you know, miss that because I know coming from a natural sense that a lot of times, like we start, like you said about different generations and different nationalities, they have different ways and different traditions of how they view relationships. And I believe in a in a, in a family atmosphere, if you will. Um, I, I believe that most men need their family because a lot of times they didn't get the love from their family they that they needed. So they want to create something. So you know what? Since I didn't get that love, I want to create an atmosphere for myself to where I can show the love that I missed. Now, on that, that is that is uh, insightful. On that right there, I want to explore that. Now, do you think somebody, you just said somebody didn't receive that love, and they try to, with good, pure motives and intentions, try to create that healthy family, that healthy love that they didn't get, but because um, they've never had the model, they create the same they repeat the same behaviors. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't one get counseling or get closure before they even try to do that? You know what, Men. sometimes, sometimes uh, yeah, and sometimes uh, from a man's standpoint, that is closure for them because What's of the fact that they, what I mean by that is that cause you said that um, 
basically, you know, by them not getting that model or things like that, should they get counseling and things like that. And when I said it, that I know people that actually went through what you just said and actually that was their closure and they exhibited what they didn't get and therefore made their family life much better. And it made them get a release in the fact that they did that. You see what I'm saying? They showed that they showed what they didn't get, they showed it to their kids and to their wife, and therefore they, it's pretty much it was like a closure to them. It was like a breath of fresh air to them. But I'm saying they had to have some... Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. You, you I'm thinking where did they get that model from? Because what you don't see uh, either immediately or from some aspect, how can you know what to have? Well, sometimes you have motivation. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. What you say? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-mm. I said, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what I'm saying sometimes is that once you realize that you didn't get that and what you you try to exhibit what you didn't get, it actually helps you develop those things that you didn't get. What I mean by that is that, okay, I didn't, I didn't, save it for this, I didn't get the counseling and, and didn't have the model that I need. But like I said, I want to be that model that I didn't get. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, like I said, once I exhibited that to my family, or to you know, say to whatever the case may be, once I exhibited that thing that I, that I went that I didn't get and exhibited my in my thing, it's like a breath of fresh air because I I can see how how it felt if I if I got that myself. But since I didn't get it myself, I, I can actually show that to that person and actually see how it is and actually kind of bring close to that thing because it helps you get free once you actually exhibit what you didn't get sometimes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Counseling is great, though. Don't get me wrong, because I tell everybody um, before you even get into a relationship that I think premarital counseling is the way to go. Because, you know, you get to understand some things about marriage prior to you getting into marriage and things like that, or any relationship as well. You know what I'm saying? I believe that you, you know what I'm saying? If you have problems, you should go to counseling and get those help, that help that you need. All right. That's great. What was the fifth one? Did you give me the fifth one? Right. I think it's family life, I think. So family I said, life, okay. Yeah, family All right. life. And that was the five th- reasons why men really want to get married. That helps so much, TC. No problem at all. Any more questions? I know you got more coming. <laughs> I don't have a whole list, but we can we can go in and out. Oh, no problem. Everybody just tuned in once again. We're having a great conversation about uh Men and women relationships, and this is Real Talk with Tiny White today, along with T.C. of Jeremy Jesus, Sons of Thunder. And uh, we're going to give shout-out to people in the chat room. we got guests, 532, Lady Soldier. I miss Lady Soldier. How you doing? Uh, Light of the World, and Jay, Hospitality Diva. we got a few guests to hear myself. Um, Real and Talk with Tiny White. Got yeah. it going on as well over there. We have guests back, Black Plague, JFJ Live, Hospitality Diva, that's 529. Thank you for joining us. We're doing a collabo today because Tanya White is on spring break. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. You have any questions for me? Um, let's, get, let's get the top five from the female perspective. Why females want to get married? Mm-hmm. I think the number one is. Uh, because pressure That's what we're supposed to do You know From uh, little girls We've been groomed You're going to be a wife Our dolls Have kin Baby Home And so uh, It's just something that That's what you're supposed to do Be a wife And I believe it stems from uh, 
all the way back to creation, Adam and Eve. Eve was created to be Adam's wife, so we still have that mentality. If you're a woman, you're supposed to be a wife, period. Um, Two, like you said, the sex, the love. Women like sex, too, whether it's taboo or not. Women need sex, and they have a healthy sex drive. Um, The love, uh, family. And um, is that five? Mm, that's five. That's five. That's okay. Great. Yeah. Let me ask you this for, for some of the questions you asked me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me ask you this: What do you feel right now? Because we're in a society now where it's a lot of uh, homosexual relationships going a lot mm-hmm. of times. So let me ask you this as well: Do you feel that a lot of women um, feel that they can uh, find better love in a same-sex relationship? I think because we've been uh, programmed negatively to think there's no good men out there. Uh, There is a shortage of men. You're never going to get married. Uh, So we just go to the familiar, the forbidden, um, and uh, do that. I'm not – so I do believe that. I think because there is a fad when it comes to homosexuality and lesbianism. some people do it as a fad, and some people do it because they uh, they truly believe that's what they're called to do. So I do believe from um, that angle, yes, we sometimes believe the negativity. And then it goes back to that pressure. Uh, I've got to be connected with somebody. It's taboo to still be single, and that's sad because when you're a whole single, you're going to attract a whole single and have a whole marriage. And so... Um, I really, I'm very passionate about uh, motivating people to be healthy and comfortable in their singleness. And doing that, <clears throat> just because you're healthy and comfortable in singleness, does not mean you anti-marriage. <clears throat> you just, until that time comes, you're preparing yourself, positioning yourself, inviting and embracing, embracing healthy relationships, and not closing the door. But some people, <clears throat> excuse me, think. If I'm trying to get whole single, then I'm against marriage. And you can have a healthy balance, and you need to have a healthy balance between the two. Mm. That's good. That's good right there. I like that. And um, And Miss Queen the media said it's better to be single than sorry. I totally agree. (laughs) Single than sorry, huh? I like that. (laughs) Yeah, better to be single than sorry. Well, let me ask you this from that. Wait, what, 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 what uh, attributes, uh, well, I, I could ask you this, and I know it may help some ladies in the chat room or whatever, but what attributes do you feel that that um, that you look for in a man that, 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 that would actually say make you say yes? Because I know, you know, saying, a lot of women are single, and, you know, they have a lot of guys approach them. Yes. First of all, you, you have to go back to are you really dealing with your issues? Uh, your hurt because I believe, and that's in my book, Relationship Reruns, um, believe whatever you have not healed from, you're going to attract in your life. So, for instance, if I grew up, uh, I'm a, a little girl who grew up without her father or grew up with a father who was in my life but was uh, not responsible, not dependable, uh, was a cheater, uh, then 
no matter how much I say I don't want that, if I have not healed from it, and that's why I go back to the counseling, that closure and stuff, I'm going to attract that exact same thing that I was trying to say I'm not going to be from. And so I truly believe you have to uh, be whole and heal some things. And so you can know exactly what you want because a lot of times uh, women especially say, I want a man this, this, and this, and this. That's because we've grown up to just spit out what people have told us. You better have a man. You need to have a man who can provide, have this job. And provide means he has to have this certain job and this certain position. If he doesn't meet this, then he's not the man for you. I knew I grew up in a family like that. Uh, you grew up, you better not let a man, you know, do certain things. So until you get whole and really know that what you want, and from a healthy perspective, if you are Christian, you have to go back to uh, the fundamentals of, of, of the scripture and if you're not a Christian, it's just common sense to me. Mm-hmm. Some things you do not accept. Love is not supposed to hurt. Love is not supposed to tear you down. It's supposed to build you up and make you feel whole and complete and uh, all that stuff even more so because you're already that, but a love is supposed to enhance that and take it a little further. I know a lot of people don't listen to uh, – this is a Christian show, but I listen to all music. Beyonce mm-hmm. says, upgrade you. That's what love is supposed to do. You're supposed to take it to another level. Some Whoever comes into your life is supposed to take you to another level as a person. Anybody who doesn't, then um, it's going to be problems eventually because you're going to be dissatisfied. Wow, that's that's good. That's good. That's, that's good stuff right there. You just tuned in once again. Mega Buddy today. Real talk with Tanya White. I'm so excited we finally got a chance to do a show together. I know, because um, it's spring break. It's spring break, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited to have her on today on Mega Monday. She's we have a lot of people before. up this early in the morning, for real. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> listen, looking for some good conversation, and I'm glad yes. to invite with us. Hey, listen, and, uh, TC, we have a call on Real Talk from Black Plague. Let's click them on. Hello, welcome to Real Talk and JFK Live, Black Plague. What's happening, everybody? I'm glad to be in the house with y'all this morning. Listen to some good information. Thank you for uh, tuning in. You have anything to share? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, regarding a few things y'all were saying there, uh, back to what my man was talking about as far as, you know, giving people the information they actually need, especially the youth when they don't want to accept it coming from a Christian point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, our God told us we have to be fishers of men. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's why I was writing that in the, uh, you know, writing that in the chat. We have to come up with creative ways to get through to them. That is our job mm-hmm. to meet, you know, meet that soul on that soul's level. Just because we're where we want to be or where we're aspiring to be, we can't forget about that one behind us because they don't like to take it what is now our way. Mm-hmm. We still, in a sense, have to reach that person, you know, where they are in their particular journey. And that's pretty well, you said the key. You said the key. You have to reach, and a lot of Christians don't. That's what I'm saying. They don't reach people on their level. They just come out and spew, spew scriptures, and that turns people off. I know it turned me yeah. off even though I'm a Christian. When, especially going through certain things, I don't need to have a, hear a scripture. I know the scripture. I need you to be compassionate, sympathetic, 
and and I believe we've lost that the practicality because Jesus was spiritual, practical too. He met people. He met Jesus and people first too before he actually went there too. Exactly, exactly. So I totally agree. I totally agree uh, with that comment, but that. And I want to let y'all know y'all doing a wonderful show, man. Please keep it up. I will be letting all my people know to come by and check y'all out. Hey, Real Talk normally is on Thursdays at, it's going to be at 7 p.m. now, but uh, JFJ Live is always on Mondays at 10. Yeah, Mondays at 10. We got some other shows coming up in the next few days as well. So if you want to tune in, you can log on to www.jfjlivetalkradioonline.com and take you straight to our show. Thank you, Black Click. All right. Thanks. Wow, that's great. You have everybody's up and about early in the morning. I never knew that. (laughs) I'm always at work. Not kidding. It's no problem. So, well, this is a great show, TC. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. Like I said, Tanya came to me with the questions. I said, uh-oh, she hit me up early in the morning, but I'm going to try to hey, answer <laughs> You know, I'm always, like I said, I'm always researching, and I'm asking these questions because I am doing my first fiction novel, uh, and it's coming from a male perspective, dealing with male issues, uh, and it's going to show men in a different light, in a, a very good light. So that's what I need. Good man. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're doing this too because a lot of men have to really step up and be that that the man they're supposed to be. Yeah. And I believe that uh, you know, what I'm saying I know his brothers. You know, there's a lot of mentors out here. I know I have a lot of mentors. My father passed when I was 14. Wow. So and my mother had to raise three boys by herself. So and I commend her on that because although she wasn't a man, she you know, what I'm saying she she took us in and I have role models around me. You know, what I'm saying not even in church a lot of times. That really right. Me my way taught me about life. And uh, I really appreciate that. And she let me go and say, go ahead and talk to them. You know what I'm saying? They come and pull me over and talk to me and made me the man I am today. So I'm really appreciative of the fact that we do have male mentors. We still have male mentors out here. There's very few, unfortunately. But we actually, like like you said, I, I can be the man to go out there and mentor the young people and show them a better way. That's what I, that's what we do. And that's what I've been doing. And uh, I've been seeing results as, as, a, as a result of that. Yeah. Now you hit a topic. My my dad died when uh, I was 26, but my brother was 13. And I know it has had an effect on him because um, I know me being a daddy's girl, I'm like I've lost a part of me. But coming from a man, I, I didn't realize how much you need your parents, not when you really when you're growing up, but when you're 20 such and you're really trying to mold and shape the next phase of your life. So how, because there are a lot of guys um, that have absent fathers, whether through death, divorce, or incarceration, uh, how can a man step up and be that mentor to, uh, without getting, like, entangled? Because a lot of women get emotionally tied up with men who come into their lives. So how can men actually step up and be a mentor without getting entangled? And emotional drama with the mother. You know what? I always uh, that's a great question. What I've done is I've always looked at myself and that person. Okay. And what I, what happens is is that um, you know I see brothers out on the street, you know, what I'm saying doing their thing on the street, and get them to realize the potential of where they can be. Okay. I believe that's a great mentor because a lot of times is that you know a lot of like you said you see a lot of people on the corner selling drugs, a lot of these young men doing that now because that's that's their hustle, that's the way they have to live. Right. 
But if you say, you know what, I can, you know what I'm saying, coming from another entrepreneur to pretty much that's pretty entrepreneurship, but it's also doing a bad thing. But you get to bring that potential multi-million-dollar businessman out of them and say, look, man, the same thing you're doing, you can actually do this in another way and channel that energy to another way. Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, a great mentor could do that. It really actually shows them their, their potential. Um, you know, and I believe that's very important because a great mentor can do that and let, and let them see. They don't have to really, like you said, drive it down their throat, but, you know, give them little nuggets along the way to show them, hey, see what I'm doing over here? Let me show you how to do this. And actually take the initiative and say, you know what, I want to show you how to be a better man. I want to show you how to do this better because if you do that, they can actually see it and then they can run with it. Yes. Okay, cool. Hey, TC, can we take a break? We sure can. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. All right, go on and kick some of those commercials. You got some great commercials. Let me take hey, a break. I got a commercial <laughs> talking about uh, talking about this uh, real this uh, this uh, relationship reruns. Oh wow! Uh, I bet that's hot. Go ahead and play that. Go ahead and play, play that. It? I bet that's hot. Go ahead and play that. <laughs> Man, I was trying to call her all day. Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together, and here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend, but he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again, and I'm trying to call her, and she's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Dot com. Pick up your copy today. today. Andre Carr Entertainment presents the sophomore release of Andre Carr. He's got all the time, which includes the smash single, Say, and Playing Church. Check out the new video for Save and Play in Church right now by logging on to www.myspace.com forward slash Andre Carr Productions. Once again, that's www.myspace.com forward slash Andre Carr Productions. Be on the lookout for Andre Carr's sophomore release. He's got all the time. Coming to a store near you. Okay, we're back. I'm about to switch board acting crazy real quick. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> but, but the real talk with Tanya White, I commercial play all that, and we'll we take another break in a little bit. But if you just tuned in, Mecca Monday is off the chain today. 
Oh, man, I, I, I'm honored and I'm privileged to have with me Real Talk with Tiger White Show, which is the bomb show on the Internet right oh, now. So gracious. So kind, and, T.C. And uh, this is the bomb. And, uh, I'm trying to be like her. I'm trying to get like her. Like, well, y'all, don't tell nobody that. Listen, let me tell you something. Real Talk has many uh, shows that we look at and we try to be like, and JFJ Live is one of those top shows. So, Anything you see is because we had good training from the best TC. So you keep it up. Well, I appreciate you, ma'am. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and honored about that. But I tell everybody, don't let the lights of the smoke. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but we, we're talking about some great things today, I believe, uh, and I hope that we're helping some people um, that's in the chat room and also, um, you know, that's listening by way of phone as well. I have people listening by way of phone as well. And uh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, I get back to some of the questions and some of the things that we talked about mentorship at the time, and uh, man, I just really believe that it's important for us as men to really take our youth right now because our youth is so lost right now, and um, they have no direction right now. They let mm-hmm. raise them that we need to get back to showing them how to be men, yeah. how to be women. You know, what I'm saying we have a responsibility. One thing I, I always say is that I don't really, um, you know, really about stuff and I can't do nothing about it. It's no point to be complaining if I'm not taking initiative to do anything about it. So mm-hmm. I believe that it's our responsibility is to actually be in that role model and be in that example if we will, you know. Definitely so. We you said so critical, a lot of women don't have a little girls don't have women to look to um anymore on teaching them how to be a lady, what not and not to do uh as a female. Because a lot sometimes Females get into situations because they put themselves in that situation, uh, in unhealthy relationships and uh, all that great stuff. So mm-hmm. it just takes another woman to kick it real to an, to another female. This is what you, girl, don't That's do true. this. Don't That's wear true. that. And so. That's so true. You're so right about that. <clears throat> and I believe that, uh, I believe shows like ours, I know I've had a lot of emails about our shows that we've had and how it's really, um, inspire people to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk, of course, we talk about controversial issues on our show a lot of times, especially homosexuality like that. Like I said, we're not to condemn nobody or say that we don't love people because we right. do, but we want to understand the state that they're in and how to come out of it, how to overcome that thing. Because, hey, let me ask you this as well, because I'm doing a show we did. We did uh, that's, uh, GMWA State for Gay Men and Women of America, um, part three we're working on. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you can ask this for me, help me out with my show. Um, do you think it's a choice for people to get into involved with homosexuality? Personally, yes, I do. Okay. I think it is a choice. It's just like any other relationship we choose to get in. It is a choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. I know you got some more questions because I know you, you're doing your research and things today. Oh, yes. my brain today, so it's all good. Yes, and let me <laughs> tell you, when the novel comes out, I'll Put a little inscription. Thank you so much, DC, for your help. Now I want to go back to uh, talking about issues, uh, some issues that men may have, uh, such as rejection. A lot of men. I, I've been getting a lot of calls lately, to uh, coaching calls from men, um, and they when we get to the core of it, is is that they uh, have feelings of rejection, insecurity, inadequacy. How do men deal with that? How do men deal with rejection? 
Mm-hmm. Very good question. I know I had a situation one time where I felt rejected by my mother, and I didn't understand, you know, saying, because, um, you know, I was often told, you know, sometimes, you know, when you get mad and things, he, he never going to mount anything and mm-hmm. things like that. And it actually, you know, weighs on you when you're a child. So how I overcome it, and I can just speak for me, is that what I've done is I said I'm going to be a success in this thing. So okay. you tell me I'm not going to do anything. So it drove me to actually be a success and be what, what she said I wasn't going to be to where I, I could be. In, be. I'm a man of God, and I know I have my own little business or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying, when she saw that, you know what I'm saying, she, you know, she came back to me and apologized to me that day because I felt, you know, I did feel rejected that day. Like my own mother told me I'm not going to do anything. That can cause hurt and trauma and all that stuff to a child. And that's because she was mad at the time. And I know some things she didn't mean to say. Mm-hmm. But, she, you know what I'm saying, by me being, you know, a young man and not really, you know what I'm saying, really knew how to express my feelings at that time, I bottled it up then. But at the same time, I used it for motivation to be successful. Yeah. So I hope that kind of answers your question. <laughs> so, uh, really, what you said, it was an, an internal drive in you to do the opposite mm-hmm. of what you heard. Yeah, it was opposite. Now, most men, some men do rejection and actually... Um, turn to certain things to, to really, um, how can I put it, really make that rejection or that thing that was said to them, you know, saying that caused the rejection to come into affect their lives and never get up from it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's why it's important for other men that see that to not reject them or, you know what I'm saying, but get to understand who that person is. I can give you a perfect example. We go out on the street every Friday night. Well, not every Friday night, but every other Friday, we have a ministry called Operation Recovery that we go out and we talk to people that's homeless. And we sit there for so many hours, and you, you, the stuff that people went through in their life is so devastating, man. You just can't help to sit there and sometimes cry with them and hug them and stuff like that and show that love because a lot of results of a lot of people out there that's on drugs and turn to alcohol and things like that is because of rejection. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, like I talk about that love, they really had, never had that love. So they turn into something that they feel that they can feel, you know, when you get high and, you know, get drunk and all that stuff. I was the one that did those things. So I can understand that. Well, I turned to that sometimes. That's one act of rejection I did do that I turned to, to the alcohol and stuff like that. But one day I just looked at myself and the Lord dealt with me and said, hey, you know, you got to get up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to be a success. Yeah. And that's how I dealt with it at the time because, you know, a lot of us do that. We turn to alcohol and drugs and things like that and always get that high to make me feel like, hey, I'm, you know, I don't need nobody in the world. I got this. So. Okay. Okay. What about, uh, I guess it's the same for being insecure. Because a lot of uh, insecurity and self-esteem issues go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Dealing with insecurity for a man, uh, I can, I don't know if I really really dealt with insecurity for not being secure who I am. Okay. Uh, um, but if anybody wants to call in with that, yeah, a lot of men do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I've seen it, you know, before insecure in a you know, relationship, insecure about themselves. Yeah. You no, know, I'm not this and I'm not that, and you know that's one root cause of rejection is insecurity, I believe too. Um, you know, as far as not knowing who they are. Right. And, you know, that's why I say that, you know, as being a man that, you know, we see other men going through that, we have to unlock that potential into them, not, not to be insecure, but get secure about themselves, build the confidence. And insecurity is just a low self-esteem as well. Yes, and and, and this is Tanya's theory because I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I see in most of my students, because I teach students with 
learning and behavior disabilities, and, and it's filled with males. And when I first started teaching 10 years ago, it was filled with black males. Now it has evened out uh, white, uh, black, Latino, even across the board. Uh, and what I see is because uh, it's the sing- they come from single-parent families, um, mostly female-driven. And when the female has issues with men, the baby daddy or <clears throat> um, husband issues, they take it out on the son at, at a more intense rate. Because let me tell you something, parents and people, your kids, you think they don't have an outlet, but they come tell their teachers that they trust. And I get a lot of stories. And these are from, I'm in elementary now, third and fourth graders. And you would, I was floored at some of the uh Stories I hear, and and the little boys pouring out their feelings of how you know I don't like my mom because you know she's always doing this and that and this. And so when I started really listening, past their hurt and seeing, I was like, wow, if he doesn't get this corrected right now, he's going to continue on this path and be uh, uh, grow up to be a broken man. And so I, I think my theory is that the, because there are a lot of males absent from their life. And there are a lot of uh, women raising them who are broken themselves and dealing with issues with men themselves, and they're displacing the anger on the little boys. And you know what? Uh, Life of the World, my chat room says some men won't get in a relationship because of the fear of rejection. Yes. Wow. That's so true. That is, that is so, so true. true. Wow. Well, you just tuned in once again. Uh, you tuned in to Real Talk with Tony White, JFJ Live Talk Radio, Mega Monday Show. Excellent topic. And I have to credit Tanya for bringing all the questions and topics today because this is awesome. And it's helping, you know, it's actually taking me to another level as well, you know, despite oh. you talking about it. That's what we do here at Real Talk. We want to change your no, I can't attitudes into yes, I can't actions. That's mm. our goal. Mm. And uh, wow. If they want to call in, Tanya, give me your number once again, ma'am. Three four seven two one five six four four six. Or you can call us at area code seven one eight six six four nine five four five. I love the chat room. I really do. I appreciate y'all in the chat room. But if you got any questions or comments you want to make, we'd love for you to uh, share with us and join us in the conversation as well at any time. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. Chat wow. Is... This, is, this is good. Your chat room blowing up. Yeah, they're very <laughs> participatory. I love that. Early in the morning. That's what's tripping me out. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. What are the topics? I know you got plenty more because this is real talk with Tiny White out here. Oh, questions, answers, whatever. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I have a whole list. You know, I love talking about relationships. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, let's get to some reasons why men can't let go of the drama-filled relationships in their life. Wow. Yeah, a lot of men, they come to me, Tanya, <laughs> she's doing this, she's doing that. And I'm thinking, why are you saying? <laughs> I love her. I'm like, are you serious? Is that love to you? So <laughs> tell me why. Why, why, why? Well, I believe that a lot of times they cause a drama relationship. They do one? And they cause drama in relationships. Oh, men? No. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and why, the reason why I say that is because that, that here's the situation. Now, say, for instance, you know, you got a man, you know, say he got a baby, right? Mm. He's with this other woman. Mm. Mm. And what he's doing is he's going back and actually sending mixed signals to the baby mama because they broke up now, but he's still going to her sleeping with her and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that uh, might as well. Yeah, you know, stuff. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm over here dropping off the kids. Uh-huh. Looking good. We're we'll, we'll so. dropping off kids. We we'll took two hours. Get back. He supposed to be back 30 minutes to go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, because my sister deals with that. Uh, every, and, you know, this is trips me out. Every mm-hmm. time she gets uh, 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 whatever, whatever you call it, uh, he starts tripping. And whenever she, he gets in a relationship, or whatever, she starts tripping. And so it's like, are y'all serious? I thought y'all was over each other. But he causes a lot of drama because you know what he does? He dates other women in the same church they go to. Oh, wow. I mean, he's done that for the last three relationships. Are you serious? I'm serious. He's dating one now. And And what kills me, they only been knowing each other three months. And he takes my nephew over there to spend the night in an un—it's an unsafe part of the town, and he doesn't see anything wrong with it, because you know he needs companionship. Yeah, that's what his thing is. Yes, oh yes, he did, ladies soldier. He did his three times, and see, I try to keep out because I tell people all the time I'm a reformed fighter. <laughs> I love the, the fight. Whether it was arguing or it didn't matter. If we're going to throw down, we're going to throw down. So I try to stay out of it because I know every time I'm going to go to another level, that creeps up in me. (laughs) So I have to stay out of it. But, yes, he's dating somebody now. And, you know, my sister was upset because um, a couple Sundays ago she walked in with uh, my nephew and her son. Like they were a family. <laughs> oh my god! It was crazy. I was like, "What? Why the pastor say?" I mean, I just don't understand. That's a whole nother show. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm dealing with on the 23rd. Why there's so many people quitting church, and for that reason, I let drama. Wow. wow. Are you serious? I'm, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I wish I had my little. Sound effects because we're starting an Are You Serious segment on Real Talk, <laughs> dealing with crazy, crazy events. Hey man, well, I, got, I got somebody on the line right now. It's on uh, from two one six area code. Okay, get them on the line right now. Two one six, you're on there. Hey TC, hey Miss Tanya, this is Lady T. How are you? Hello, my name's Sake. Love it. <laughs> How you doing? All righty. Now, I was just listening to you all, and I was going to sit there and just keep listening until you got on the subject of, you know, all these different women being dated by the same man in the church. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, the Bible talks about silly women. Silly um, women. Silly women being It's in the Bible, men. y'all. I'm going to find that scripture, the, to, uh, Lady T. I'm going to find it, it is, this week so people yeah, will think crazy. Silly. And the thing they is, there women. is... Now, this is a multi-layered issue, and some of this 
mentality is carried over from it's an unregenerate part of that that woman's mind that's still they're still in a worldly mindset because first of all how is it that you have no relationship in your church to the point where you don't know this brother than been with two or three other women in the oh. church no that she does they all do the church is not that big now come on now well they know. well Okay, so now they're willing participants yes. in this foolishness. Yeah. Well, see, now that is now that's what I would categorize as a silly woman, <laughs> because I wouldn't care how good that brother looked, I wouldn't care how good his game gift of gab was, his game or whatever, his swagger or whatever you want to call it. There is no way that I'm going to see a person ping ponging from one woman to another. But. And they'd be qualified to even get my phone number. But you, you are you, you know what you want. Now let me take this father. Brother just got a job, first of all, uh, oh, that she Lord. got for him. <laughs> uh, uh, and she just gave him keys to her house now. And he, she's older than him, like five years. She's way over forty. So there's some issues in her, uh-huh. um, and in the other women because he, 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 and you know he knows exactly what w- woman to pick. Now, my sister's not all innocent, too. Now, she's not innocent at all, but she's my sister. <laughs> but right, right. they have the same uh, characteristic is low self-esteem, uh, not knowing what they want. And they have this, uh-huh. I, it's better to have any man than no man mentality. That's what they all have in common. And so I wonder if each one each one of them had to really believe in their in their minds that they were going to be the one that had it Dang. above the other last oh, sister. Yes. It's a that was going to be able now. to yeah, to be able to hold this uh non-trophy of a man. Yeah. So that is really um they need to be regenerated, they need to be counseled, they need to understand um you know, they need to get focused else they're going to always be someone's perpetual victim. Yeah. Yeah, but wow. then, you know, attitude reflects leadership, and that's a whole nother show. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Now, you know, that's my yeah. subject right yeah, there. that's a whole nother show. So, <laughs> leadership you know, in the church and yeah. what, you know, flows from the head down. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave that right well, there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, you know, we'll be working Ladies with. Wow. Y'all killed me today, but this is a hot show. I'm loving it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if that kind of stuff is allowed, um, oh, especially, yeah. I know in some churches there are people in lead, they're serving in leadership positions and they're they're fooling around like that. Oh well, when your when your pastor divorces his wife and marries his mistress, what do you expect? It, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> so that's what they're dealing down. with. That's what they're dealing with. So they're 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 in bondage. There's no example in. Um, in their place where they're supposed to be getting biblical teaching so they can live life at their very absolute best. It's, it's well, then they're in, they're in that environment on purpose then. Mm-hmm. So that is having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. You have the power of the Spirit. There's no way you can sit. Uh, uh, my husband and I came out, T.C. and I came out of a church like that before we uh, went to the wonderful church that we are at right now, and it was just full of um, stuff that even in our infancy as Christians, we looked around and said, now, you know, this is ridiculous. This is <laughs> this is outrageous. And so, you know, that particular pastor was on his seventh wife. Oh, my gosh. 
seventh wife. Wow. Now, personally, you know, at risk of, uh, uh, I'm not going to put too much out there, but my, I think the, the issues go deeper than uh, the preference for a wife, and I'll leave that right there. Uh-oh. So no, that's, that's the right. reason why there were so many, because the, the preference was the issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nevertheless, when you are seeking after the things of God and you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, there is no way you're going to sit there. You won't have peace sitting in that type of environment. Now, if you're carnal and in the flesh and this is how you want to live and pretend like you are spiritual, then you'll reside in a place like that. Yeah, then you, and you said it. Um, when, they, when you have a whole lot of baby Christians, and that's what is in the church because a lot of, it's like a new wave. It's the church I grew up in, but nobody's really left. In that uh-huh. church, it's a brand new wave. These are brand new people who are coming seeking the Lord, but when they, you know, they're thinking it's all right. You know, they know no better. Right. So, um, and when you're not being corrected, there's no example. Then it's like the drama. There's, and you know what can I mean? It's, it's, it's it just defools me. Defools me. <laughs> Because I'm like, this is where I come to church to get empowered and strengthened spiritually, and then I have to endure this drama. And if it doesn't, if I'm broken myself, I'm not going to leave because I don't know where to go. So. Wow. Well, that that is, that is, um, I guess the prayer would then be because you know. I'm of the belief that, yeah, you can pray for leadership in those type of churches, and God can do anything. But because leadership is held doubly accountable for its actions and and things like that, I believe that the prayer, the greater prayer would be for the people who are stuck in bondage in there because those leaders in those particular uh, instances, they are given over to, uh, the lifestyles that they live and the 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 games that they're playing and things mm-hmm. like that. So, really, it's it's best just to to pray those other folk up out of there, and so that they get a hunger and thirst after God and the things of God, so that they will be their li- their eyes of their understanding will be enlightened and they're able to look and see. Oh my God, this is a, uh, this is something else. This Ichabod written on this church. Yeah, yeah. And I got to get out of here. But even before that, it's just common sense stuff to me. Before you even yeah. get into the deep things of God, it's common sense. It's common sense not to date somebody who is not taking care of his two children. But what makes you think <laughs> he's going to take care of you? So it's just common sense stuff to me. You you don't even have to go into deep. You know, if he ain't taking care of his kids, if he don't have a job when when you when he met me, and you're knocking on forty, something's wrong. Something's wrong there. He don't need to be in a relationship. But then it goes back to what I talk about in relationship reruns. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you want. That's right. You got to know what you want. Coupled with living a Christian lifestyle, knowing what the, I mean, because beyond that, just being a practical issue, uh, Tanya, also, you know, the word deals with that as well. A man that doesn't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, practically, and uh, before we're even saved, that's something that, that, that a good unsaved man does is take care of his family. Exactly. Right. You know, those are basic things that 
that a man knows to do. But then what happens, what I'm seeing now is you have a lot of Christians who are not, they're Christians in the fact that they gave their life, they received Jesus Christ uh, for the purpose of escaping hell, but they haven't advanced much past the line of the cross. Mm-hmm. The other side of the cross, so they don't know the word concerning particular things. So they're not, they're not adhering to the word, and it's not being a blessing to them because they don't know it. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That's so true, and wow. and that's what I'm talking about on my April twenty third show about what where whose responsibility is it? Because it, I believe it is the leadership. We need to stop all the the forms of godliness. All this charismatic and get back to character in Christianity. And when you better we get, say when that. When we get back to oh. the character of Christianity, we will see this whole entire nation, so entire world, be transformed. But what's happening is non-Christians are like, why should I even believe what you believe when you're doing the same thing I'm doing? And you're oh, trying absolutely. to make me feel like I'm doing something wrong and you're hiding behind your title of pastor, minister, uh, missionary leader of the church, and that what they're saying is, I'm not hearing you. Don't come to me with that. And so we've lost our credibility as Christians. And those of yes, us, yes. the remnant, who are still living holiness and abiding by standards, it's like a constant, not ending fight. And it's like, come on, I can't minister to the unsaved because the saved are acting so stupid. Y'all acting on, stupid preacher. right now. And what that you doing? really. So, you're right, and it's about the leadership, and it's also about um, it starts with the leadership, like I said, because if we say we're called to be leaders, you know, we're held to a, a greater accountability than once we step into that. But uh, for every Christian that's even in the pew, given the great commission that Jesus gave us, we are we were commissioned to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Now, getting people saved on a Sunday morning or, or ministering to somebody in the street and getting them saved or whatever is only the first part of making a disciple. Exactly. you got to be willing to let your life be open a little bit and, and let people into your life and let them walk with you and let them lean on you until they can take those training wheels off Mm -hmm. and go it alone. And so you're teaching them character development and character building, and you're you're, uh, expounding the scriptures to them, taking time to teach and things like that. But we're so busy going after, um, and and, uh, hear me in the spirit that I'm saying this, going after our individual approaches to our callings and anointing mm-hmm. that we are not making the investment in people that Jesus called us to do. And so now the Lord looks at us and we get to that Luke 16 where it says, many unto me will say mm-hmm. unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not done all these wonderful works? And he says, depart from me, I never knew you. And in all the preceding verses, we're talking about relationships. Exactly. Different types of relationships. So now, you know, we're grand and we're flying all over the world in jets and stuff, and that's all cool. I have nothing against that at all. I believe the Lord blesses his people. But not at the expense or not at the lack of doing the greater part, which is the grassroots, ground, get your hands dirty, type ministry. Yeah. 
So it's got to be a balance, and it's not happening. And that's the, now it's a dom, what we're seeing now is a domino effect of the lack of, of focus where it should be. Mm. Yep. All right, Lady T in the building. All right, I'm sorry. If y'all just tuned in, you tuned in to JJ Live Talk Radio. Real Talk with Tanya White today, Mega Monday. Tanya, we got to do this again. I'm sorry. Oh, wait till June when we're out for summer break. Hallelujah. <laughs> Eight weeks away. <laughs> oh. We have got to do this again. I was, I'm so enjoying this right now. Yes. You know, I love. That's my thing. That's what I do. I talk about relationships. It's all about relationships. All about relationships. Whatever you do, whatever you don't achieve, whatever mess you in, at the root of it is some relationship that is not. Yeah. Right. Hey man, you know what? Can I take a quick break, real quick break, real quick, y'all? And uh, I'm gonna come right back and I'll play a few commercials real quick that I need to play. All righty then. And, uh, yes, sir. And Lady T, would you stay with a sweetheart, peace, kind of face? Oh my goodness. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate you. You all right? We all care what they say about you. You all right with me, baby? Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go, y'all. Um, we'll go ahead and play these commercials. Keep it locked right here. Join best-selling author, relationship coach, and expert Tanya White for her exciting new radio show, Real Talk with Tanya White, every Thursday at 6 p.m. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. Log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Real Talk with Tanya White. Once again, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Real Talk with Tanya White. Real Talk with Tanya White features guests that include celebrities, artists, authors, business owners, public speakers, and other influential guests. To be a guest on our show or to send feedback, please email us at realtalk at tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's realtalk at tanyawhite.com. And always remember that Talk With Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk With Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, Talk With Tanya has got to be real. Please do not attempt to adjust your radio. Stay tuned after we bring you this brief announcement. Greetings, family. This is TC of JFJ Live Talk Radio. Stopping by let you know about our broadcast. You never know what to expect on JFJ Live Talk Radio. We do interviews. We just added Mega Mondays. Also, living a single life and much, much more. You can join us at any time by logging on to www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. Once again, that's www.jfjlivetalkradio.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show or you need more information, please contact this number, 216-539-0630. Again, that's 216 216- 539-0630. Let's unify and take radio to the next level. God bless you. Hello, everybody. This is Sandy. Here's Rose. Join me and Chloe every Wednesday night, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com.
Talk right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash how elegant or dial in at 347-326-9303. The chat room is fun and the mood is nice. We'll see you there. It's coming. Joy Fast. Saturday, May 23rd at Carolwind. Featuring Kirk Franklin. It's Kirk Franklin, live, in concert, along with Marvin Sapp. And Ty Tribbett. Plus Smokey Norfolk and MC Bone Hampton. Tickets are available now at all Ticketmaster Outlet. Carol Wynn. Online at PremierFestivals.com or by phone at 1-800-745-3000. Group ticket orders are also available. Plus, there's an early bird special for adult tickets purchased by April 24. Combination festival and theme park tickets include admission to Carolwood, Boomerang Bay Water Park, and all of the concerts. And new for 2009, Carolina Cobra Roller Coaster. A full day of rides, concerts, attractions, and more. It's Joy Fest, presented by Premier Festival. More info at PremierFestivals.com. <laughs> this is Marcus L. Boston. There's a lady named Hospitality Diva who would like you to stop by when you get a chance. Come in, sit down, and talk to her about the goodness of the Lord. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com. Stop by the Hospitality House. What's going on, Jermaine, man? I'm looking for the quartet hour today, man. Man, I know, but we got to call Randy, man, so he know to do this interview. Let's call him. All right, man, let's do that right now, man. Hello? Man, what, what are you doing? What? Who is this? Is this you from home? This is Jermaine, man. This is Jermaine. Let me tell you something. Don't be there fighting your voice to me. I know it's you. Randy. Where are you like we met, man? Randy, we're doing a quartet hour commercial. Huh? We doing what? We doing what? Look, y'all, join the quartet hour every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We be doing please no. We be having fun, and you know Randy be crazy. Yeah, man, all I want is my chicken. I'm going to do a quartet with you, but I can't say Jesus until I get my quartet chicken. Wow. Man, y'all make sure y'all join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday oh. at 2 p.m. Got to go. They're knocking at the door again. Here you go. Got to go. Talk to you later. Peace out. That is hilarious. <laughs> I locked up. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Live Talk Radio. We're talking with Tiger White. Hey, y'all. Double show. <laughs> hey, TC, can I give some yeah. announcements real quick for Real Talk? No problem, ma'am. This is your show as well, so do what you got to do. This is a bonus show, but Real Talk is uh, usually on Thursdays and beginning April 9th. We're starting a new time, new show, new segment. Our new time is at 7 p.m., and the topic's going to be, Are You Really Ready for Love? And uh, our co-host, Lothario Boyd, will be back, and we have Dr. Aaron I can't pronounce his last name. He's written the book, A Harmony, The Ways Men and Women Can Know. They can have a great marriage and relationship. 
We have new segments, both about your book. So if you're an author, please shoot us an email at Real Talk at Tanya White. You give 10 minutes to promote your book on the show. We do ask that you send us four copies because we give away things on Real Talk. So shoot us an email there. Uh, we also have a What a Man segment on second Thursdays. And if you have a man in your life who is just doing great things and you want to boast about him, you got five minutes to talk about that. Shoot us your email at Real Talk at Tanya White. What else? Uh, tomorrow we have a bonus show, Girl Handle Your Business Part 2 for women and men in business. Last night was our Part 1. We had a phenomenal show with T.C. Coleman and Benny Randall. Gave great nuggets of wisdom uh, to help you build and boom your business. Tomorrow we will have Anna McCoy, author of Woman Act Now and British Ford Hill. They're going to give sales strategies and uh, practical tips on how to build and boom your business so that you can thrive and not just survive in business. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Sign up for Tanya's Tips free e-newsletter. It gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow, and we would love, love, love for you to buy Relationship Reruns and How to Deal with a Difficult Woman at TanyaWhite.com. Also, and my third book, How to Deal with a Difficult Man, the 99 Mills That Make Your Life a Living Hell is coming out in summer 09. Thank you. All right. Now, well, can I make an announcement as well? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I know on TMJ Live Talk Radio tomorrow we have a gentleman coming on. Now, this brother, his name is John Gibson. He's a, he's a Caucasian brother, but he sounds like a like a, like a a black dude. I'm telling mm-hmm. you all, he's off the chain. He will be on the show tomorrow at 12 p.m. Also, on Wednesday, we have Papa Son. Wow. Uh, you know, reggae, you know what reggae. talking about. Yeah, yeah Papa Sons is going to be on at 12 on Wednesday as well. So we have three shows this week that we got coming up, and I'm really excited about that. And also catch our music showcase show on Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the music showcase where we play nothing but the best. And got some music with the twist, I like to say. So you can check, wow. check that out as well. So we have two shows as well on Blog Talk Radio so. as well. That's how we do it, Tanya. That's it. That's it. Hey, man. Well, we're talking about relationships. This is some of my favorite topics. One of my favorite topics is relationships as well, along with Tanya White, author of the book, Relationship Reruns. We played the commercial a little earlier. We will get to it again before we leave. Let me tell you uh, something. You need to get that book. Everything I've been talking about, I write and expound on in Relationship Reruns. It is a great tool. I taught singles for about almost 10 years, Christian singles. And I've learned and lived a lot, and so I kick the real talk about real relationships. That's why you real talk with Tanya White. That's out why. Here. I like that in you. We're having a great time today, having some fun today. And this has really been a great show, and I think it's helping a lot of people understand the dynamics of relationships. Ah, uh, that's what I, I I'm on this earth to do. I know that's right. I like that. And you said, I know my purpose. I yeah, know that's right. Go ahead, Tanya. Too it bad, took so. me 30 years to find out, but now that I know, I'm just doing it with a vengeance. Uh, I'm not holding anything back. Don't, don't do it. Please don't hold anything <laughs> back. Let it out. Let it out. Let it all out. That's I right. do. I have no other choice, especially I'm knocking on another milestone. I just don't have time for foolishness myself anymore. So I just kick it real. I, mean, I like that in you as well. And uh, like I said, if anybody wants to join in on the conversations at any time during the broadcast, our number is area code 718 Or you can reach Tanya at 347-215-6446. If you want to talk, press that number one so we can see your hand go up. 
If not, I'm just thinking you're just listening on the line. That's so true. And, and usually I, I just click people in. That's how I do it. But it's like, I didn't want to come on. <laughs> but it's all good. But we we got some more questions coming up. Yeah. I know you got plenty more. You got plenty more to uh, do your research on for your new book. I can't wait to it come out. Oh, it's going to be a hot. It's going to be a fiction novel, but it's going to be centered around relationships. And my goal is to help uh, heal men, first of all, and and give uh, women another aspect. I want women to stop pressuring men into relationships uh, be, uh, so they can understand their pain. When you understand their pain and help them along the way, then when it's time, the time is right, the relationship is going to be tight. I equate it with Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz. Everybody's seen the Wizard of Oz, right? And in that, Dorothy knew her purpose. Her purpose was, first of all, for to get herself to the wizard. And the men that God assigned on her path, she helped also. She didn't try to get with them in a romantic way. She was sent there to encourage them and help them overcome their issues. And when she did that, not only did she lead them to the wizard, she found her way too. So we need to understand that every man who comes into our life is not supposed to be our husband. We're not supposed to date them. We may be just there just to be that voice of encouragement, of nurturing, but we have to be secure in ourselves to know that and accept that. That's so good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's so good because a lot of people, you know what, that happens a lot of times too. That's my husband. That's my wife. Oh, don't don't get me started on that. I was in that trap. The Lord didn't tell me that's my husband. He ain't told mm-hmm. you that, girl. He ain't told you that. <laughs> he ain't told you that. You just trying to make it up. <laughs> and you know what's the killer part about it? When they try to get with the dude, they find out they wouldn't even they have nothing in common. Nothing. Nothing. No compatibility at all. <laughs> I've, I, I've even uh, had some sisters tell you know the man was married. He was separated, but he was married. That is not your husband. He's already somebody else's. Right. No, right. no, girl, please. Mm-mm. Wow. Not your husband. Let me ask you this: How often do you get? I mean, you say you, you do a coaching as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure relationships. Um, what can, have you ever? And, and I know this is off, off off color, if you will. But have you ever had to deal with someone that dealt with homosexuality? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as coaching them, approaching them, if they come to me for advice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how did you handle it? Very delicately. You always try to minister to the person, and I have a, a keen uh, sense of discernment, um, and, and 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 I'm very I'm a wise person, so I know exactly what to say and what not to say, what to do. It goes back to that prayer. Sometimes I'm just there to listen, but I'm touching. I may touch your heart. I may touch your hand, and I'm praying in the spirit. And so. Um, I deal each each one wisely, and it depends. It always goes back to the relationships. There are three relationships. If we don't have an order, then we're going to have problems in others. The first one is our relationship with God, whether you're a Christian or non-Christian. Those non-Christians, they do not know that that's why their life is out of kilter. So you have to find that way to really minister to them without beating them on the head with the Bible. Second one, once you get that relationship with God, he's going to teach you how to relate to yourself. And when you know who you are, what your purpose is, and understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God, you are not the tail, but you're the head. And you understand that, then you can 
authentically have great, healthy relationships with other people. See, what we do, we do it backwards. We try to develop those relationships with others before we develop the the two most important ones, and it's not going to work. And so that's where we get caught up in those reruns. So I just try to bring it back to that. That's good. That's yeah. so good. Well, that's your best, sir. I, I had a lot of mess. Let me tell you something. I had a lot, a lot of years of messed up relationships, for real, before I finally had my aha, and you know, just finally woke up to it and things. But uh, now that I'm awakened, I want other people to be awakened also. And it's really, it's hard, but it's really not hard to do. So. Wow. <clears throat> That's off the chain. Well, like I said, if you just tuned in once again, you want to join in the conversation anytime. JFJ Live Talk Radio, Real Talk with Tanya White. Number is 718-664-9545, JFJ Live Talk Radio. Or you can call Tanya at? Oh, 347, I'm sorry, 215-6446. Call us anytime during the broadcast. I know you have some more questions, and I want some men to call in and help me answer some of these questions. Yes, because I'm getting, I'm getting interrogated yeah. today, so. <laughs> You're not being interrogated. I'm just trying to pick your brain. I promise the novel is going to be hot. And it's going to, it's really, it's going to, you're going to be like, Tanya, thanks for restoring my relationship with my girlfriend, my baby mother. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Because I feel the brothers. I really do. Because, like I said, I'm a teacher and I teach males. I have no females this year, which is ironic. And so I get to spend a lot of time with, you know, because little men just grow up to big men in this same issues they have as little men they were carrying as as a big man. So. Wow. So what what questions do you have for us? I know you got plenty more to ask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why do men? We always ask this. Why do men cheat? Why do men cheat? Mhm. Um, and well, brothers can call there. in. Oh yeah, brothers can call in. I I want to tackle that by myself. So I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna hold my answer. <laughs> I'm going to hold my answer on that Because, one. you know, women cheat too. Okay. Oh, we have somebody in chat. Let me pull him on. Mm-hmm. Black Plague. Hello? Yes, ma'am. I would definitely take a crack at that one. Well, take a crack at it, Black Plague. We would love it. There are so many different reasons. Uh, the The top reason I'm going to say is Brother's just nasty. You know okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. I mean, there's so many beautiful women out there. Brothers just get caught up real quick and real easy. A smile will turn into a lot of simple hello. Oh, hello. You know, mess a brother whole day up. You understand? Not wow. me particularly, but I'm just saying that's the way it is. Now, my experiences with cheating have been because I was unhappy. Okay. In my situation. And it's real important for everybody to listen to each other. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. When it gets to the point where my, my woman just don't want to listen to anything I'm saying, and not necessarily on the point of me, you know, trying to tell you what to do or anything like that, just not listening, uh, seeing, you know, looking for a double talk and everything that's being said and 
Just all that hoopla, all that confusion will really push a brother elsewhere. Okay. We not good hey, with you know what? at all. Can't really hear you black. Okay, now what I'm saying is we not we're not really good with uh confusion. Brothers okay. on the whole, we 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 not good with that. And that would definitely push a brother out the door. Okay. Wow. So the drama. Yeah, because like y'all was saying earlier, you know, a lot of us did not get a good example in the household of how to deal with them types of issues. You know what I'm saying? It's either, hey, daddy finna slap the hell out of mama or mm-hmm. daddy ain't even there. Right. So, so do like you think didn't... it goes back to that closure, TC, that I talked about? Well, you don't have closure from um, your childhood that will carry over. Hello? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Definitely I'm, true. I'm doing a couple of different things, right? I got a caller coming in. It's with us okay. raising hands, so I apologize. Okay. They're shaking hands. Okay. Black, I'm going to mute you out, but press one if you have something else to say, okay? For sure, for sure. Thank you. Okay. We got a call from the 704 area code call in. 704, you on the air? Hey, what's going on, TC? Brother, how you doing? How you doing, Tanya? Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, I want to... um answer the question. I just caught the end part of it. And the question that I heard was, why do men cheat? Yeah. When I'm on everybody's shows and they ask questions, I just give the reason why I did. I don't know about other men, but me, myself, before I got married, the reason why I cheated, it might not be a good reason, but it's going to be the truth. Okay. Because that certain woman, that certain woman didn't have all the qualifications that I expected. Then when I met other women who had things that she didn't have, for example, if I meet a woman who don't like to go nowhere and then I'm and I'm dating a woman who likes to go out, it's like something is missing. So at that time that was one of the reasons why I cheated. And then I was and then, you know, I just if one if I'm with one woman she wasn't attractive, and then I meet another woman who's more attractive, then I cheated. Then I meet a woman who's smarter than the other woman, then I cheated. Those were the reasons why I cheated, but as I got older and mature, I felt I found out that you can't get a woman that has everything. So you have to accept the things that you have. So that was my reason. I don't know about nobody else's, but that was mine. Wow! Thanks for sharing. <laughs> good stuff right there. Well, it goes back wow. to it's like with your expectations. It seems like you did not you settled. Uh, you relaxed your expectations of what you really wanted and just took the right now instead of waiting mm-hmm. for that person who fits you. That's what I hear. Right. Is that right? Right. right. Yes, exactly. Okay. My brother so, called so that I, might as well hell dating. <laughs> I might as well yeah. hell be with her because, you know, it's better to be in hell than have nothing at all, you know? <laughs> So. so 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 I guess the question was, um, uh, I think TC asked a question. Somebody asked a question. Why do women cheat? I mean, I know women do cheat, but why oh, do they cheat? cheat? Women cheat because of the, um, most of all, it's about revenge. If they found their husband have cheated on them, they're going to get it back. Or mm-hmm. they feel that it goes back to that communication, as you said. Uh, they're lacking something and don't know how to communicate it to their husband, mm-hmm. so they figure uh, the opportunity is here. 
let me connect with him. But it takes a long time for women to actually go into the physical act of cheating. They uh, uh, cheat emotionally longer periods than before they even get to the physical sexual act. Wow. Is, do you think that, that, and I hear this excuse a lot of times from women, mm-hmm. that the reason why they cheated, oh, I hear from men too also, because of sex? No, that, oh, that's, that, 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 no. That's, sex is just, that's the long list. It starts with communication. Right. It starts with being satisfied. It starts with the expectation. And then it just goes on and on and on. Right. Mm-hmm. Sex is just a uh, cherry on the top. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not no pun intended, but that's what it is. Right, right. Well, well I know that um I know that's a that's a great question, man. And um um just coming from I, I believe a lot of men cheat too because um a lack of communication in the relationship. Mhm. And I have to go back to communication too because you don't communicate what you need and what happens a lot of times you don't really discuss what what you want or what you what you need in that relationship, and therefore it's a, it's a communication gap as well. Mhm. It's always it's always communication, uh, and when you say I can't communicate with the other person, it's some other issue. Why y'all not connecting? Uh, because I believe, especially when once you marry somebody, there's nothing I cannot tell. You cannot tell your spouse uh, and be able to communicate. But if you have communication issues. It's some is- other issues that were apparent when you were dating that you ignored. Right. And it could be those compatibility issues. And like I said, that might as well getting together. I might as well get with this person until I find somebody I really want. But you ain't found nobody you really want, and it's been three, four, five years. And so you settled, and now you're frustrated. And we should never settle. Wow. Hmm. I don't give a spin on, on, on that subject. That's, that's, that's how I've never heard it like that before. That's how TC, you know, that's why I talk. That's what I do. I that's study. I research relationships, and I apply yes, it ma'am. to my life. I apply my, my, my mess-ups, my successes, and I get wisdom from the Lord. Wow. Well, somebody wow. Said, said that some men don't, don't hear you. Yeah. What do you feel about that? Some men don't hear you. Yeah, like you know, she, she said that she's pretty much straightforward. That it's, it's. I don't think it's that they don't hear you. You you haven't understood them. We have we have our own way of communicating, men and women, and you have to find how people receive uh, communication from you. Uh, and so, when you understand that, when you really, because sometimes we're just all about let me get what I say out, and you're not understanding the person how they receive certain things. And you're all like, I just need to say what I need to say. I used to be like it. You're going to hear what I say. They ain't hearing you because you're coming at them wrong. You're coming at them in a way that's putting up walls. So when we understand that, that, okay, what is our goal? Is our goal to have a healthy relationship? Okay, if that's it, I need to have healthy communication. Healthy communication is more than me talking. It's the other person receiving what I'm saying. And so I need to study them. I need to understand them. I need to be into them, see. That's what intimacy is. You've got to get into that person. And so when we get into that person, okay, this is how I need to present the information so they can receive it. Not that they're going to agree with me, but they receive it. And when they disagree, we're going to have a 
healthy and respectful disagreement and then get to reconciliation and understanding. And so asking your chat room, how do you get someone to receive what is being said, though? It goes back to that really studying them, seeing how, observe them, how uh, they receive information from others. And then, okay, because sometimes it, it it goes back, you know, I got to say what I got to say. I want you to understand me so bad, I'm just going to say it. And the more I talk, I'm thinking the more you're going to understand, and that's not so. Because it's understanding the other person. That's what's all about, like I said. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to have, go ahead, Cece, because I, what I'm going to ask is going to be like a different topic or different, you know, uh, what she's talking about right now. Go ahead. My question is, um, in a relationship, regardless if you're married or just dating, how many chances should you give a person if they keep on messing up? Well, then I would tell you to go back to exactly what you want and what that person wants. Because when you mm-hmm. want the same thing, you're not going to continually put those roadblocks in the relationship. See, what happens is we don't ask certain questions before we get emotionally connected with people. We don't right. ask, what what do you see yourself a year from now, three years from now? What is your model of a healthy relationship? What, you know, what uh, where did you come from? What was your mother's relationship with, with your father? Blah, blah, blah. We don't ask those important questions. We just hook up, we see what's pleasing to the eye, it stimulates our emotions, then we get tangled up, and then we start doing our investigation. we got to do the investigation mm-hmm. on the front end uh, before we get emotionally tied up with people because we, who we're connected to determines how far we go in life. And if you're connected to the wrong person, you're not going to get very far. You're going to be frustrated and fulfilled. So I encourage people to take that investigation time. Stop getting believing the hype that I, ha- I have to be hooked up with somebody to be complete and whole. I need to take mm-hmm. that time to really ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. We spend a lot of time, more time asking our lender questions, and they spend a lot more time asking us questions than we do people we connect with and say we're going to marry and spend the rest of our life with. So it's really asking those questions in the get-go. And when you find somebody ain't on your same page, Loose them and let them go. There's nothing wrong with letting people go. You right. will come back. Let me, let me do this real quick. I was asked in the chat room that uh, that how many people on the phones are in relationships. In a relationship. Yep. I know, like I said, I've been married for 13 years, and I was coming up this year 13 years. Yeah, I'm not married. I'm in dating relationships. Right, in the as far as me, I'm married, and me and my wife just celebrated seven years um, this past March, so I've been my wife seven years. Congratulations. Trying to catch up with TC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, though, but I, I think one of the root causes of, of a lot of people relationships, like I said, is they, they, they go after the wrong things Yeah. in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that, like I said, one thing is sex. I mean, you know, yeah, everybody loves sex. I mean, it's, it's good. It's great. God created for us to have it. But in this proper context, yeah. I believe that's where we miss it at. Um, a lot of times. That's why, you know what I'm saying, we have a lot of problems, you know what I'm saying, because we're looking for that one to do this and do that. And, you know, and the thing is, is that, you know, so you haven't even got yourself together yet. And I believe that both people, you know, like we tell, like my wife always says, and she says in our class, that marriage or relationships are for two mature people. Mm-hmm. They are. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, two mature Christians, or, you know what I'm saying, with people as well, because you have to be mature even as a person as well. But, um, 
you know, that's the that's the whole thing about relationship, really understanding that God is, you know, once you establish a relationship with God and not look at it from a religious standpoint, then you, you can understand relationships better, I believe, mm-hmm. because our prayer is to God is our covenant relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? And having that relationship. But, I mean, God is a God of relationships. We're people of relationships. I mean, like I said, in every relationship we have to apply, you know what I'm saying, how, you know, communicate what we need in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In any relationship, I don't care if it's, if, it's, if it's a man or woman or, you know, friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Some type of communication has to be on that level where you can understand the friendship and understand that relationship for what it is. One thing I will say, we get caught up in rushing things because mm-hmm. society it, it still is still taboo to be single. And you have to, I mean, you have to, there is, if you cannot, if you see the, 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 the trends, even in celebrity, they make silly mistakes because they're rushing relationships. I had to learn how to value myself as a woman, as God's uh, great creation. And when I learned to do that, then I had certain expectations about people I brought into my life. And not just dating, friendships, you know, business right. relationships, because, you know, I have right. a certain, you know, I'm going to give you certain uh, things. From me, and I expect the same from you. And when I don't get it, you know, I'm not going to press the issue. We're just not meant to be. But sometimes we just stay and hold and, you know, thinking that, you know, it's better to have dysfunction than no function at all. And that's that's a lie. It's Honey, healthy relationships are easier than you think. And I always say it goes back to asking, big communication, asking those questions and really knowing what you want. And when you don't know what you want, you're going to attract any old thing. My aunt got a book. My aunt got a book out called um, "Lessons to Learn Before You Get Married." I mean, it's doing it's doing real good. She was on Michael Basin's show and all the stuff. And, and if I would have read that book before, mm-hmm. I would have learned a lot of things. And, and one thing it said that in her book, and I guess just from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. When you get with a man, find out if he's been in prison or, like you say, trying to check his, uh, see how close he is with his uh, family, um, credit check. Yeah. It tells you a lot but, about but, a person. Yeah, but, but men don't look for the same things a woman do. Yeah. Not at all. I never heard of a man who's going to ask a woman what's your credit like or, or, or how close are you with your family. And if they did ask them that, or if I ask them that, if they say, well, my credit is 300, uh, I'm not close to my parents, it's not going to make me not want right. to be with that person, though, because you know, of that. You know why? Because men have are innately protectors and rescuers. And so they feel like, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to rescue and protect you from all this. But I encourage men to do so because men get caught up in a lot more drama-filled relationships than women. Because of mm-hmm. that exact thing that you said, you don't, you know, either you don't ask or you ignore it. And it's more than the physical. It's more than, you know, uh, you know, this is my woman, I can help her. Y'all have to be on the same page. You have to want the same things. There are so many men who uh, say, you know, I got with the wrong person. I'm thinking, did you ask this? You know, let's go back to the beginning of the relationship. And most of the time... It's for that exact thing, you know, I saw it, but I'm like, that didn't bother me. And it does bother you in the long scheme of things. It may not immediately affect you, 
But in the long scope of things, when you're when you're changing, because we all change, we all get a new perspective. And even though we change, if both of y'all have the fundamentals, uh, same thing, then it's going to flourish. Y'all going to change together. But if y'all are different fundamentally, that's where the problems come in. That's why you see so many people divorcing after 15, 20 years, because at that core, they were not fundamentally compatible for each other, and they never talked about it. They just got together. They saw somebody like saw somebody make a good husband, good wife, and let's make some babies. But we all change. One question. One question I did used to ask women before, and, that's, and I'm speaking of before I got married, before I even thought about a wife. If I was messing with a woman, the only question I asked was, uh, "Are you still with your baby daddy?" Mm-hmm. The reason why I asked that because I didn't want to be up in your house and your baby daddy come unexpected and we got some problems. That right. is one question that I know that I asked a lot of women that I was dating with with children. How's the relationship with your baby daddy? I never asked about your mom and your dad relationship or do you go to church or or, or have you been in prison, um, you on drugs. How is it with you and your baby daddy? That's the only thing I was concerned about. Did both of times, a lot of did men they change the, the truth? Same question. Yeah, they tell me the okay. truth. So majority of the time they be like, Well, me and him ain't me and him ain't together no more and next thing I know, he knocking on the door. Yeah. We just talked about that too. But and, and and I go when I say ask, not only verbally verbally, but watch and observe in different settings. Cause, honey, I believe some of what you say, but I believe all of what you do. And when mm-hmm. and it's like you know, you could tell me one thing, but if you're doing a total difference, I believe what you do more than anything you say because we do what we really believe. And so that's why I say you, when you ask, also observe in different settings. It goes back to not rushing things. Don't rush to get the title, uh, she's my woman, She's my. he's my man. Visit different settings, how they interact with different social groups because that's going to tell you a lot of how they communicate. Listen to what they say about, you know, if it's a woman who has a, a – uh, baby's father. Listen to what she says about him. If she's down in him and being condescending and negative about, guarantee you, at one point she's gonna do the same to you, and that shows you if she's really gotten closure with that relationship. Yeah, that's so that's so so true. And that's, you have to watch it, how they interact with other people in other relationships. I, I do that a lot with a lot of things. So that's that's, that's very good. Exactly right like that. Once again, you just told in. You told in JFJ Live Talk Radio, Real Talk with Tanya White, Double Shoulder Day, Mega Monday. You know how we do it. We talk about the rare topics, but this has been a great one. And I believe it's going to be a part two to this because I believe that uh, we got a lot more to cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could talk about relationships all day long. I really can. Because it's really, it's really, it's not that hard to have healthy relationships. You just have to be intentional. You got to put in the work. And you got to change your paradigm sometimes of what what you think a healthy relationship looks like. That's the hardest part, changing your what you saw in your models uh, growing up. And but once you do that, and really, it's so freeing. It's so it's so the drama is gone. That shows you, and that's you want to keep you want to have drama free in your relationship, and also. I mean, you know, it's, I believe it's okay to date because I even as, as I was dating, I dated women with children, mm-hmm. and um, you know, one thing about it is that and one thing I didn't have the problem with is the baby mama drama thing, though. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as far as the relationship with the other dude, you know, saying so whatever, because um, I never really saw him, which that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, said so for me, I was just kind of like you know with them, 
But, um, you know, after a while, though, you know what I'm saying, I never really acted with them, but they still kind of, I could tell they still wanted to be with them because, you know, they would talk about them a lot, things like that. So I had to get off that relationship because, you know, you know, it wasn't no point of me being there if I'm hearing about him all the time. <laughs> but you know what? I married a I married a wife who had two kids. When I met my wife, she had two boys. And um, um, the baby daddy, he was in the picture, but he was in the picture as far as, the daddy role, not as far as like taking them all places because he was way in another state. So, um, and I accepted that. And me and him are cool, and everybody gets along fine, no problem, no drama. And um, I never had a problem when I, but I always told myself a long time ago, I'm never going to marry nobody who has children. Mm-hmm. And now that I did, you know, we got the best family relationship that most families don't have. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome thing, though, because you guys are, you had an understanding. You communicated that in your relationship in the forefront. So therefore, right. I believe that, right. that's that, that's that's what I say about you know as you looking to get into relationships and looking to you know saying that if you are you know designed to be engaged and married, you have to really communicate a lot of things that you you know saying communicate that first, and that way you can get an establishing uh, relationship early. So when we get to the marriage, it won't be nothing different. You, you already know what each other want, what each other needs. You know, saying all that stuff. Like I said, before I got married, I was married. I was uh, with my wife for two years prior to us getting married. So mm-hmm. we got a chance to kind of fill each other out, kind of communicate some things, and some things we didn't communicate, but we learned as a way on the, pretty much on the job. I didn't have free marital counsel when I got married, but um, it's the things that you know I just started to grow and understand as I got to it. Like Tanya said, uh, common sense stuff. So. Well, Tanya, do you have any children? Oh no. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm a teacher. I have a niece and nephew. Why would why why'd you ask that? I was just asking. I was mm-hmm. just asking. I never heard children mentioned when you as you were speaking, mm-hmm. so I didn't know if you had any or not. Mm-mm. Not not uh, no. <laughs> I don't even think <laughs> I want to have children. Wow. That's a whole nother okay. another topic. Show right? Yeah. We're not talking about another show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, this is great. We got 11 minutes left. Tanya, uh, tell everybody, because I know this is the archives of both our shows, so tell everybody about your show once again who haven't heard about it and uh, they can actually tune in. And yes, Real Talk with Tanya White normally comes on Thursday nights. We're changing to a new time beginning April 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. New format, new topics. Uh, we're taking a break this Thursday so because uh, it's spring break. We're spring breaking. And then we'll come back fresh April 9th. But tune in tomorrow. We're still in our March Women's Month having bonus shows tomorrow. We're doing part two of Girl, Handle Your Business for business owners and future business owners giving practical strategies for success. That's all. That's all to tell you right there. Mm -hmm. Tiny doing the big out here, y'all. So make sure you tune to our show, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash will talk with Tanya White, and it's with it spelled out as well. Um, go ahead and check her out on Thursdays coming up in April. But check out her show. It's going to be tomorrow, you said, right? Yes. Okay, tomorrow at 7? 7, uh, 7 p.m., yes. 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. So uh, keep that in mind. Reggie, just want to tell them about your show, son, what you do. Well, I got a gospel show. I play nothing but the best in gospel music. As far as time and date, uh, I do not have one. I just, I just, I just, I just do them random. When I'm at home, I feel like this is some gospel music, and I don't have nothing to do. I just log on the Blog Talk Radio and 
play gospel music, and whoever comes, they comes, and whoever don't come, they don't come. But a lot of people go to the archives once they notice that I did a show anyway, so that's what I do. That's awesome. And, uh, of course, uh, JFJ Live Talk Radio. We call it the Next Level Radio. Uh, you can log on to and We changed our domain name to www.jfjlivetalkradioonline.com. Please make a note of that, jfjlivetalkradioonline.com. We'll take you straight to our show. And uh, we have the music showcase as well. We play a lot of great gospel music with the twist, if you will. And uh, log on to the music showcase. You can search it on Blog Talk Radio or log on to uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the music showcase. And uh, it's an awesome show. We get a lot of great responses from it. So thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be on BTR and actually share some great practical things today as well on Mega Monday. I am so excited about this show. I've been excited about it. I want Tanya to come back on. We do a double show again talking about these issues. Yes. And let me say, you know, I'm just giving my opinion. It's not, uh, you know, it's just Tanya's theory. It's we not, know it. you know, it's you know, thing. it's not written in stone. It's not, you know, it's just Tanya's theory. You can agree or disagree, and I love that. I love that because that's the way the world goes. We don't have to agree with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's just coming from my perspective, my research, my observations, my past experiences, and it may not work for everybody, but it sure enough works for me. <laughs> Tanya, let me ask you a question as a woman. Yes. Would you or have you ever took some of your bad experience and met another man and 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 kind of like watched this dude because of your past experience and didn't give him a lot of trust because you've been hurt in the past? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I put those walls up, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, I had my little mental checklist thinking, oh, there is, I'm not, blam, blam, blam. But, you, but then but I had to learn man, from mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I had to learn from that and understand some issues I weren't, I was not healed from, and uh-huh. really, I, in some instances, I knew that we weren't compatible anyway. I was just trying to makeshift something because, mm-hmm. you know, you get to that point, I'm so tired of being alone, you know, let me go on and, you know, relax my standards and listen to other people. You know, you want too much, you want too much, and I'm thinking, no, but let me let me just try. So really it was at the core of that issue we really weren't supposed to be together. We weren't supposed to be trying to date or anything. So that's why I had the mm. mental checklist going on. Wow. And do you still do it now? No, not as much. I may every other time, but then it goes back to are we really supposed to be together? And I have to be honest with myself. You're not supposed mm. to be together. And, you know, when you're honest with yourself, you know, you got to stump your toes sometimes and say, okay. You live and you learn. Okay. I don't so do do you have, mm-hmm. Am I supposed to be asking you questions? Or yeah, you go ahead. I love, I love oh, talking. Go ahead. Ask the questions you want real quick. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a, a certain type of man that you are looking for and interested in? I mean, uh, 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 special qualifications for a man. You're talking about in terms of physical, financial, or... Is that what you're talking about? All of the above. If you say, I want, I'm ready to settle down, mm-hmm. what would be the type of man that you want to settle down with? First, he has to have a healthy self-awareness of who he is and what he is actively pursuing his purpose. Because when he knows who he is and know what he's supposed to be doing, he knows exactly what he wants from a relationship. And mm-hmm. so it won't, uh, won't have all those, you know, unnecessary issues. Uh, he has to be work actively working his plan in life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
not saying he has to reach a certain level, but, you know, you you must be active in your plan of life before I met you because, okay. you know, just pursuing that life thing. And then it's a whole other uh, issues, yeah, a whole right. other things. But, yeah. Wow. Those okay. are too fundamental. All righty. Well, TC, I enjoyed your show, man. Though I got here late, man. I, you know me, man. I'm so busy trying to do a lot of things, man. And uh, you know what I'm trying to do. And Tanya, I appreciate you answering the questions. I enjoyed the show. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. Mm-hmm. We'll talk with Tanya White in the house, along with Jesse Live Talk Radio. Everybody's loving the new format. I get text messages as I speak um, about you know they loving the, the format of the show. So that's awesome. All right. Great. I know that's right. Well, Ty, you got any closing remarks? I hope we've asked a lot of your questions and helped you out with the research today as well. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, uh, yes, you did. That's awesome. You got any final thoughts? I know we got four minutes left. Oh, yeah, just know everything I said, I wasn't trying to speak. I see some things in the chat. Wasn't. I'm not trying to speak for all people. I'm just giving Tanya's perspective on what I've learned, what I've been through. Uh, take it as you will or as you won't. Uh, that's life, hun. And so, and, and I think that's what all radio shows are. We just give our clear perspective and uh, on what we see. So I'm not trying to say this is what you should do. This is just Tanya's theory. And Tanya just does what Tanya does. I have a doctor oh. think about chewing the beat and spit out the bones. You know, you know yeah. it's for you and you know it's not for you, then you don't receive it. So um but we pray that at the same time that you were inspired about something that we did say. Yeah. That can help you, uh, you know, to help you enhance it, you know, look at relationships a little differently and hopefully enhance your relationships if you are in a relationship. So that's pretty much what this show was about today. And uh go to the next level, that's all I can tell you, you know, saying so, you feel different ways We'd love for you to call on any one of our shows as well and uh, actually, you know, discuss it. We can get into it and discuss it. So, But two minutes left. Man, I'm having a great time. I don't want this show to end. This is <laughs> fabulous. And like I said, I love talking. I just love talking about relationships and doing different things. And I just appreciate everybody in the chat early this morning and participating. Yep. So awesome! So I, I gotta give you the applause real quick. Let me do that while this other phone ringing. <laughs> it, it, it was great. Thank you so much, TC. You just continue to do an awesome job, and I love JFJ Live Mega Monday. Tell Randy and Jermaine I'm kind of hurt because I thought I was, go, I was going, you know, be with all the fellas today. That's all right. Well, you know, I know that Jermaine just got back from doing a play. So, oh, okay. Reggie, Reggie attended the play, and I know he said it was an awesome play. And, um, it was awesome. It was an awesome play, man. I had a good job. I had a good time, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank I know you. that's right. Well, we had 90 seconds left um, to be on the show. Um, I, I just want to say thank everyone in the chat room. We love you, and we appreciate everyone that's been a participant in the shows today. And uh, we're going to do this again. Like I said, this is not the last time that our real talking Jeff are going to team up and do a show. Yes. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks for calling, Reggie. All right. Talk to you, man. All right. Woo. All right. Well, we got a minute and a half left. Tanya, thank you so much for.
allowing us to be a part of the Real Talk with Tiny White family today. No problem, no problem. Like I started a little controversy in your chat. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I think I'm missing it too. I got to go back in there then. I got to yeah. get in there. I'm just sorry. It's just Tanya's view, y'all. Please don't take it uh, any other way. Personal. Yeah, I'll take it personal. Yeah. All Tanya, Tanya. Everybody is entitled to their opinions. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you have a different one, that's great. But we got a minute, less than a minute left. We want to thank everybody for listening today. We always tell you, speak to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Trust the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge your love, direct your path. And always remember that the loudest thing you can speak to someone is your life. And we're about to get out the way for the day. Signing off from JFJ Live Talk Radio. Real Talk with Tanya White. God bless everyone, and we thank you for listening today. Tanya, I will talk to you soon. All right. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.